0: Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, I'm going to share a simple technique to help you wake up better. More to come on that in a moment, but first, let's settle in with the sound of the bells. So, do you struggle waking up in the morning? Maybe you hear that alarm go off. You're up. You know you should get out of bed. Maybe you made the intention the night before to wake up early to make the cup of coffee and then start doing something your meditation practice, work, or just getting going with the day. But there you are, lying in bed, looking at the ceiling. And very quickly, their mind just starts convincing you ah, another couple minutes. And a couple minutes turns into 10 minutes and 20 minutes and 30 minutes, whatever it might be. I think we've all been there at one point or another. And some of us have made entire careers out of living that way. Don't worry, I am not here to shame you. I just want to share a strategy that I have found effective for this. Lots of people have different thoughts on how to wake up effectively, and there's a lot that goes into it from diet, adequate sleep, your meditation practice in general, what's going on in your life. There are a whole host of reasons why it might be difficult to wake up, and hey, you might just not be a morning person. Your circadian rhythms may be such that you have more energy in the evening, and you wake up more groggy, and that's okay. But even with all of that, I still have something that I think could be useful. And it's what I used when I was in Burma. And I was only sleeping a couple hours of night. You know, when you're meditating 14 to 20 hours a day, you don't need as much sleep. But still, you know, going to bed around midnight, waking up at 3 a.m., There were some mornings that I just did not want to get out of bed, and it felt so seductive to stay under my sheets on my very thin mattress and not go out into the cold morning and walk to the meditation hall. That all just sounded awful, and a shower wasn't compelling because it was cold. So there were a lot of reasons to not want to get out of bed. And what I found is that if I gave my mind the space to contemplate all the reasons to not get out of bed, it would just make it that much harder. And the resistance would get stronger, the fatigue in my body would get heavier, and all of the emotions that made me dread wanting to get up would just intensify. So I needed a strategy that helped me not get so consumed by the thoughts and the fatigue. And what I used was a very simple mental labeling practice, which was the same mental labeling that I was using in my meditation practice during that retreat. And all that involves is simply labeling the experience as it arises. So in meditation... If you're focusing on the breath, you might label the the rising of the belly as rising, the falling of the belly as falling on the exhale. If a thought arises, you label it as thinking. If an emotion arises, you label it as anger, joy, gratitude, whatever. And the idea is that you're trying to get as close to the direct experience as possible to just see what is actually here. What is this moment actually like can I be with it with pure bare attention, pure objective presence, rather than letting the mind get completely caught up in the ideas about the experience, the judgments about the experience, and all of the grasping or pushing of the experience? The more we reduce that, the more we have a, a clearer relationship to our life. And so I took this strategy into my waking up routine and I applied it immediately, the moment immediately when my eyelids would open. Because what would happen is my eyes would open and I go, oh, crap, it's time to wake up. I don't want to wake up. I'd feel the fatigue in my body and go, oh, I'm tired. Oh, it feels nice to be under the sheets. As soon as I get caught in that loop, which could happen in five seconds, it builds, and I feel it like a snowball just rolling, roaring down the mountain, getting bigger and bigger and bigger, the momentum getting stronger and bigger, and if I gave it too much space, it would just completely uh, overwhelm me. So as soon as the eyes would open, I would just make a mental label, awake, 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 Awake. And I would just run that in my head. of just This is the experience right now. Awake. Awake. And if my mind would start thinking about something like, oh, I don't want to be awake right now. I want to go back to sleep. Instead of getting caught in that, instead of indulging it, I would capture that thought as quickly as possible with the mental label. Thinking. 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 Didn't matter what the thought was. I want to go back to bed. Thinking. Oh, this is awful. Thinking. I should hit snooze. Thinking. So I wouldn't give the thought any space to develop any sort of momentum in my mind. Just catch it as quickly as possible. It's like throwing a cast net on top of it. You just consume the experience. Don't give it any space to spread or grow. And simultaneously, I start getting out of bed. And so my, my body starts lifting up and I would I would even note that lifting, lifting, lifting. If I'd feel resistance in that process, I would note resistance, not wanting to do this, not wanting to do this. And even though the labeling is of something that is like resistance, like it, it might sound like, oh, you're labeling not wanting to do it. Doesn't that mean you're kind of embracing the not wanting to do it? No. There's a difference between indulging in the thought, indulging in the experience, and holding it objectively with awareness. And the the mental label of, oh, the thought, not wanting to do this, holds it more objectively in awareness so that it doesn't develop an emotional response. And it, it's that emotional response that ends up being heavy and conditioning a, a certain kind of reactivity. So I, I feel myself getting out of bed, lifting, lifting, feet on the floor, not wanting to stand up, thinking, thinking, standing, walk, thinking I should go to the bathroom, walking to the bathroom, walking to the bathroom. And I'm labeling all of this, like right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. I should go back to bed, thinking, right foot, left foot, going to the bathroom, going to the kitchen. Well, I didn't have a kitchen there, <laughs> but this is how I would do it in real life now. And, and what I would find... Is if I could do that for like one or two minutes, I would. it would be enough to get me over the hurdle of resistance and into the momentum of the morning. And then that momentum would take care of the rest of it from there. So it was really a strategy to work with those early moments when I was first waking up when the resistance was most strong. Now, some people would say, well, just don't think, jump out of bed and jump into the shower. And that's a that's certainly a way to do that. But a lot of times when we're lying in bed and we're thinking like, oh, I should take a cold shower to wake myself up or I should just get out of bed anyway, there's going to be the counter thoughts that arise quickly in that space that say, ah, just hit the snooze button or a shower, a cold shower <laughs> sounds awful right now. There's no way I want to do that. And so we really want to work with the thinking mind in those moments and have strategies to work with those thoughts as they arise. And also, it's a little less oppressive to the system than just like forcing ourselves to jump out of bed. We can do it more slowly. We can rest a couple minutes or a couple moments in the bed as we're sitting there. Notice the mind go off into all those different thoughts of, I don't want to do this, I don't want to get up, I don't want to start the workday. Instead of letting those run wild, we just label them thinking, thinking, thinking. You could do that for actually several minutes lying in bed, just watching those thoughts, labeling them all as thinking, eventually feeling that intention to, to get up, and then starting to get up, noting the body getting up, and the thoughts arise, label them thinking. It's just an easier way to go through that process, and it's working with the, the main mechanism of resistance which is going to be the thoughts and a strategy to address that directly. So if you've struggled with waking up or you want to accelerate that process, when you wake up tomorrow, practice this. You can even set a a little note on your alarm that says mental label or mental note, whatever you want to call it. And as soon as you see that, just start labeling your experience internally. These are internal mental notes in in your own mind. And see how it goes for you. It, It might take some time. This strategy took some practice for me. But if you give it a week, I think you'll find that it can be a powerful way to accelerate the waking up process and in a way that doesn't feel as oppressive as like beating your chest and forcing yourself to get out of bed. All right, try this out. Let me know how it goes. Hopefully it can be useful to you in the same way that it was useful for me. Thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you soon and take care. Hey, before you go, a couple announcements. First, if you're new to this podcast and you would like some follow-up resources to help you along your journey, like meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations, just text your email address to one 8298 and you'll get an automated email to your inbox with all of those resources. Also, if you're not yet part of our Facebook group, just search for Practicing Human on Facebook and you can join there. And lastly, if you feel inspired to leave a review about this podcast, if it's helped you in some way, those reviews do go a long way for us continuing to get the good word out there. We don't have ads on this podcast, so if you wanted to give back in some way, that's a small thing that doesn't take more than a couple of minutes, and I love reading all of those reviews. So thanks in advance for that. Thank you for the good work you're doing on yourself. It is always bigger than just you. This work you're doing, this practicing human, is for our families, our communities, our environment, and the world. And uh, I think that's something important to remember. And uh, it's worthy of me thanking you for your practice. So I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, take care.